Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, it's Shirley, and this is Yep That Happened, the podcast where I talk about what everyone else is talking about in pop culture. That includes trending TV shows, movies, all of this is discussed with nuance. This week, I'm going to be giving part two of my review of the Netflix original series, The Ultimatum, season two. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's possibly final episode. Now, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, which is part one of this review, I said that the show would be going on hiatus, and I wasn't sure if we're coming back. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and watch that. Watch it. Go ahead and listen, and yeah, get caught up to speed on everything. This month, I will be reviewing episodes 6 through 9 of The Ultimatum, as well as The Reunion. And we will get into that after this quick break. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so we left off at the get-together that the women and the men had. And each of the sexes got their own little soiree uh, where they discussed the trial marriages that they were currently in and any personal growth or issues that arose from being in these marriages. And let me just clear things up here. In the last podcast episode, I talked about women who worked at Hooters and some people's perception of them being hoes or ho-adjacent. And... It came across as being a negative, as in I made it seem like it is a bad thing to be a hoe. I'm sorry for that. That's not what I meant to say or suggest. I don't care if you're a hoe or hoe adjacent. Do what you want with your body as long as you're being safe and all parties involved in whatever fun you're having have consented. Okay, that was it. Um, I just wanted to clear the air on that. 
Going back to the get-together, we saw Roxanne once again talking at nauseum about work and going on about how connected she felt with Alex because of work. Let me also say that Roxanne, yes, she's passionate about work. That's not what's terrible about this whole thing. It's just, you can tell it's an unhealthy obsession with work, or at least the show made it seem that way. So, yes, Roxanne even said, I'm open to hooking up, and I think Alex is totally open. And you can tell by that look on Kat's face that she was not here for that. And Kat had said some good things about Antonio, like he likes to show her videos about UFOs and is into conspiracy theories. And Roxanne was just like, I hate that. It's annoying as shit. And Kat was like, well, he's doing things for you, Roxanne, being thoughtful. And then Roxanne's like, yeah, he's thoughtful. He lacks planning ahead skills. So in their one-on-one conversation, Roxanne told Kat that Alex is somewhat of a liar, uh, just puts up a front, is very surface level, is not really vulnerable, uh, is still trying to figure out if Kat is the one. And she advised Kat that if she still, if he still hasn't made up his mind about whether she's the one, then she should leave him. Now when Roxanne asked Kat if she was nervous about Roxanne matching with Alex, uh, Kat said she was nervous only because the personality traits that Roxanne has is what Alex wants in Kat. So Kat is just taking it all in, nodding in agreement or appearing as if she agreed. When Raya and Ryan spoke one-on-one with each other, Raya told Ryan that James did not really talk to her after they moved in, which was strange given that they talked a lot prior to the trial marriages. Raya also said that there was no affection, like there there were no hugs, no holding hands, and that they've had back and forths. Ryan let Raya know that she didn't tell James what he could or could not do in the trial marriages. So there was that. Raya told Ryan that James had a different upbringing than Ryan and is afraid of the possible judgment, and he's not really open, but he needs to be. And Ryan told Raya that Trey has been fully open to the experience, so has she, and that Trey would make a great husband. So both of them told each other that their respective partners love them, but you have Raya who you can tell that she was caught off guard by how fully invested Trey was in the trial marriage or how well it was going with him and Ryan. And I think Ryan is just unsure about how much James values her. So during the get-together with the guys, Andy and Alex had a one-on-one discussion in which Alex had told Andy that Roxanne did not have any respect for Andy and that she thought he was a whipping boy. Actually, scratch that. Alex told Andy that he thought that Roxanne thought he was a whooping boy. Andy got really upset over that and thought he was lying. Andy told Kat later that night that he thought Alex had said this to him because he wanted Roxanne and his feelings or had feelings for her. 
I don't believe that. I think Alex made a reasonable and fair conclusion based on his conversations with Roxanne about Andy. Uh, Andy told Roxanne about what Alex said, and Roxanne was furious. She talked to Alex about it, and he was like, yeah, I said you didn't have respect for him, and you thought he was a whipping boy. And she became very defensive. She's like, I never called him a whipping boy. And he's like, I never said you did. That was my interpretation of it. And then Roxanne was like, well, how can I trust you to have a private conversation with? And there it is. You got offended because you were talking crap about Andy and word got out to him. And and that's what you're really upset about. Roxanne went on to say that she thinks Alex walks all over Kat and that Alex doesn't do stuff that a gentleman would do. And he's like, well, I think you just don't like that I'm standing up for myself. The thing is, they're both similar in certain respects. They're basically mirrors of each other. They're both blunt, goal-driven, opinionated, and I'm not a fan of his either, and I, I actually think he can be apathetic towards people when they're being vulnerable, which is not good. And you can tell that they ended up... You can tell that they just ended up not speaking to each other for the remainder of their marriage, except for right before when Alex left the apartment... Roxanne apologized for the way she spoke to Alex, and Alex didn't apologize at all. Moving on, Ryan and Trey are faring well compared to everybody else. Ryan told Trey that Raya asked her if she saw or if she if she saw herself dating Trey. And Trey's like, well, that's a real possibility for me. The funny thing is, Trey has made it clear that he is considering being with Ryan, that he has developed feelings for her. And he also asked her if they can communicate during the three weeks that they're with their original partners and then hang out after the show. That's cheating. Ryan hasn't really said much of anything. She just smiles, laughs nervously, and gives a vague answer. Now, Andy had left and Kat was alone in the apartment without any knowledge of what the heck happened to Andy. Then Andy comes back to the apartment and they talk about where their heads are at. And in a nutshell, Andy tells Kat that he says he got what he needed from the experiment or experience. And he was upset with what Alex said about him and Roxanne. He thought Kat doesn't know herself and struggles to open up. Um, and Kat tells him everyone owes each other this experience and that he had said he used to be a D-bag before and would drink a lot and blame people for things. And she saw that come out the night before. And she also stated that him and Roxanne were projecting their relationship issues onto her and Alex and that that wasn't fair. At the dinner where they swapped back to their partners, a lot was said. We had Trey who said he definitely caught feelings for Ryan. Ryan saying that the experience has helped her stand firm in what she wants and that Trey would make a great husband. James said it is hard to hear Ryan say this. It's hard to see her with someone else. With James, he's now all in with his relationship with Ryan because he sees that he could potentially lose her. That's one of the most annoying things you can run into in life when people only appreciate you after they lose you or may lose you 
And they don't want you with anyone else, but they won't commit to you when you're fully invested. They only want you when you're taken or about to be taken. It's very annoying. Vanessa called him out on it. She's like, so you've been together for seven years and now night one of the choice, you're like, I got it. You're my girl. And Ryan got teary eyed and said, how come you're having this realization now? Raya said uh, that it hurts hearing Trey saying he's catching feelings. And she was holding in a lot of emotions. You can tell. Now, Roxanne and Andy basically say the same thing they had said before about Alex. Roxanne denies saying she had no respect for Andy. And Alex says that's not what he said. It was his opinion. And he felt like Andy needed to know. And he would do it again. And Andy said he was upset with Alex and what he said. Kat defends Alex, saying, why would he make that up out of thin air? And I think Roxanne and Andy are in complete denial. And as Kat had told Andy earlier, I think they are projecting their problems and anger onto her and Alex. Because I think most people would have made similar conclusions to Alex's. That, that's basically it. Anyway, by the end of episode 6, it seemed like people were ready to go back to their original partners, except for Raya and Trey. Raya told Trey that, how, how is this going to work out? I was ready to get back with you after the trial marriages, and you're here saying you have feelings for someone else? Like, I can't even look at you right now. Trey's like, I came here because I want to marry you, and to work on building the emotional connection that we don't have. Trey is not being honest, and that's just putting it nicely. You had asked Ryan if you can keep in contact with her during these next three weeks. You have one foot out the door. You're planning your escape and an affair. A mess. I just think their breakup is inevitable. There's no way around it, or at least I thought. But Roxanne and Andy had their first talk after reuniting, and they seem happy. Andy cooked breakfast, he got flowers for Roxanne. They talked about their stance on marriage now and whether Andy would be able to keep up this romantic side that he's starting to show. And my guess is no. He even said, I know you're scared that I won't be able to keep this up. It's always going to be like that. Do you mean you will always fumble? Do you mean you can't be the things that Roxanne wants you to be consistently? If that's the case, then you need to break up. Instead, this man is trying to convince Roxanne to marry him. So Roxanne and Andy came home. Uh, this is another night. And he said, some days go on and Roxanne and Andy come home and he said, I love you. But she didn't say it back. And she's like, I'm not going to say it if I don't mean it. And he's like, I feel like I show every which way how much I love you. I feel like I have to push you to tell me that you care about me, that you love me. And I feel like there's a different level of respect that we have for each other. So basically what Alex told you was true. She doesn't really have respect for you. And you just didn't want to hear the truth from him. She tells him that she's in a different era, different place in her life. She's working. She's grinding. She's not like one of the 20-something-year-olds. And if he wants to be like that, then go ahead, do it. He says she is saying things that she doesn't mean because she doesn't want to acknowledge his feelings. 
And he says she doesn't believe that she's out of his league. Or maybe she does. I don't know. Well, she basically told him that she was on a different place. (laughs) So in short, Raya and Trey are incompatible because they want different things. Ryan and James are incompatible because they want different things. Roxanne and Antonia are incompatible because she is more financially well-off than he is and heteronormative relationships where women make more than men often don't work because a lot of the men feel insecure and resentful about it and project their insecurities onto women. Kat and Alex are incompatible because Alex is too ambivalent about getting married to Kat. That's it. On the ultimatum day, Trey proposed to Raya and Raya said yes. James proposed to Ryan, and Ryan said yes. Kat and Alex. Now, Kat said something interesting before their ultimatum. She said, I want to see what his heart is feeling more than what his brain is saying. And I think that perfectly describes Alex and the way he shows up in the romantic relationship. He thinks way too logically and isn't emotionally vulnerable enough. Now, Alex proposed and Kat said yes. Antonio proposed. Antonio is Andy, by the way. And Roxanne nodded. (laughs) And he told her, you got to say yes. And I thought and he thought she was going to say no. But she said she was overwhelmed. Their proposal was a little awkward. And it's not because they read off their notes. I don't know. I I just, I don't even know the, the reason for it. it. It was just awkward. Overall, I feel like there's a good chance that these people were going to get engaged anyway. Um, and the show either made the couples fabricate or sensationalize their relationship issues for ratings. But that's probably nothing new. And that's also my theory of it. So take it with a grain of salt. At the reunion, Lisa and Brian showed up and revealed that they had a baby boy. Now remember, Lisa and Brian had quite a dramatic moment in the show and an early exit due to Lisa's pregnancy. They played a clip when Lisa called Raya a hooters bitch and Raya called her out on it and said that that was disrespectful and weird considering that Lisa told her in a separate unaired conversation that she used to work at Hooters too. And Lisa said she was not going to apologize. She meant every word. She doesn't take anything back. And the reason for that is because at the time, she felt that Raya didn't really love Trey and that it seemed like she came on the show to get her rocks off and to steal Brian away from her uh, and to not end up with Trey. Antonio tried to defend Raya and also said some good things about Lisa, just saying, I think you're saying things you don't mean. I think you're nice. I think you care about people. I think you're sweet. And Lisa's like, yeah, I care about people until they cross me. And then I don't care. And Antonio's like, well, she didn't cross you. Everyone had a front runner in this process. Funny enough, um, Antonio was here standing up for Raya and not Trey. But anyway, Lisa did not change her stance. Brian stepped in and said that that was just what Lisa felt at the time. And Roxanne had said in a clip from one of the episodes that who knows if she was pregnant, suggesting that 
the pregnancy was probably something Lisa had made up so her and Brian can leave the show early. And then at the reunion, uh, Roxanne profusely apologized to Lisa. So Roxanne and Antonio, um, I don't know what the status of their relationship is. I'm going to say that it's been relegated to boyfriend and girlfriend. She said that she doesn't think that there's room in her current life for marriage. And she didn't have the engagement ring on. In fact, she had a ring on every finger on her left hand except her ring finger. And Roxanne basically said that it was weird for her to wear an engagement ring. Why does she have to wear one and why does he not? And Antonio said that she initially said that the ring didn't fit, but it hurts that she doesn't wear it because it lacks or it shows a lack of pride in him. Uh, but then he's also said that, but then he also said that he would have more of a leg to stand on if he checked all of her boxes. But again, she said, as a woman, she doesn't understand why she has to wear it. And she admitted that the day after the engagement, she took the ring off. Mind you, she had the ring in a box, in a jewelry box, like on her. She brought it to the reunion. So I think Roxanne is terrified that she will end up like a married woman from back in the day when they were considered to be a man's property. To her, being in a marriage is a death sentence for this reason. Uh, that's what I think. I also think she wants the freedom to leave a relationship if it's not working out or if there's something better. And I think marriage to her would take away that freedom because she can't just get up and go that easily like you can when you're just boyfriend and girlfriend. Moving on to Raya and Trey. They're still engaged. They're set to get married in 2025. Kat and Alex are still engaged and will be getting married next year. Ryan and James said that they're engaged still and will get married in September of this year. So that already passed. So they're very likely married now. Basically, everyone's in a good place in their relationship except for Roxanne and Antonio, who seem to be trying to convince themselves and everyone that they're in a good place, but it's not working. Antonio has uh, a business going, so he's also an entrepreneur, so that's good. Aside from that, I think their relationship is just, it's on thin ice. I think they just need to break up unless they just want to have fun with each other. And by the way, the whole thing with Trey wanting to keep in contact with Ryan, it never happened, thank goodness, because that would have been cheating. Uh... And, I mean, it was already inappropriate of him to ask her to begin with. But yeah, that is pretty much it as far as the reunion goes. So, now for my rating. I give this season a 2.5 out of 5 stars. I was struggling to jump back in and finish it because it was boring. Yes, there were shocking moments, more so with Lisa... I think she made the season worth watching with the drama she gave, but it was only for the first two or three episodes. She was wrong for the way she spoke about Raya and for putting her hands on Brian. Let me just say that. But she gave life to the early part of the season, and the rest of it was just a snooze fest. I'm sorry. Not even the tension between Roxanne and Antonio and Kat and Alex kept me invested. I only kept watching to make this review. I would say last season was way better, 
more messy, more entertaining. So yeah, that is my review of season two of The Ultimatum. Now it's time for our peak of the week. This week's peak of the week goes to a walk I had recently. Well, actually, it wasn't a a walk. I was on my way to put money in my mass transit card. But nonetheless, it was a good trip over there. It was quiet. It was sunny. The yellow leaves on the trees were beautiful. The only thing you can hear is the wind and the fallen leaves rustling on the ground from the wind blowing them around. For that moment, that 10 second moment before I saw someone, there was not a single soul in sight. People were still at work or at school. It was the first time in a while that it felt like time stopped and I felt calm. It reminded me of the quarantine days But anyway, I have that moment imprinted in my mind now. So yeah, that is my peak of the week. Now, before I close out, I just have some words to share regarding the most recent events taking place. It's been quite a few months uh, in the world. It's been difficult and... It just gets draining every day with regard to what's going on in Gaza. I say cease fire now. Free Palestine and give Palestinians their land back. To the Israeli government, stop the genocide against the Palestinian people. To any other country committing genocide and trying to take other people's land, stop. We can't live in this world in peace because we have power-hungry, evil people and countries taking other people's lives like a sport and stealing these people's land for power and profit. It's disgusting. And taking children's lives as part of that? I mean, it doesn't get any more barbaric than that. If you don't see the problem here, I ask you in all honesty, can you live with yourself? knowing that you're okay with people, including children, getting blown up just to get their land stolen from them. Can you live with yourself, knowing you support that? I wouldn't. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Check out links to articles and videos I mentioned here, as well as relevant sources that were not mentioned in the show notes. And until then, stay safe, stay sane, stay informed, and I'll catch you all next time. Or not. Who knows? See you when I see you. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.